It's the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Hello, listeners. You know who this is. This is Louise Chonky Gravy coming at you over the wire, as they say. Is that what they say? I don't know what they say, That's but we say. are... Does it say it? My dad said it once. Okay. Well, yeah. We're here with Stephen T. Holmes and Matthew Miner. Hello. <laughs> say that again? Hello. 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 <laughs> Welcome to this episode. Um, episode 9, and uh, it'll be coming out just in time for... The we, start of September. Yeah, back to... <laughs> Labor Day. Labor, Labor Day. Day. Right in time for Labor Day. Back to school. You guys gonna, you guys gonna labor? Get, hit us up in the con- uh, the comments with what you, what labor you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm your host, Louise Chunky Gravy, and uh, today we have an opening question that came from a guest, or came from somebody who wrote us. Can you believe somebody writes us these things? How crazy. Uh, here's the question. I feel like I've done irreparable damage to my brother Doug after I let it slip that the Mighty Ducks is not, in fact, a docu... Wait, what? A duck? Are we sure it's not a documentary? Okay, anyway. We have kept this a secret for years, but since he turned 40, I thought he knew. Apparently not. Ever since this revelation, he refuses to leave his room or answer the phone. What advice do you have to help Doug through this hard time? Marissa Winkles from Head Smashed in Buffalo Jump. Wait a second. So, Mighty Ducks is not a documentary? So, did, did you not know? Jen? I mean, I just... Uh, yeah, I, I get like, it. I, I, think, I knew, I, think I knew. The, one of the biggest clues, I think, is, you know, Charlie Conway. Uh, he, was in, mm-hmm. he was in Dawson's Creek. He was in... Um, he was in the opening of the Ocean's Eleven, or did you think that was Charlie Conway? I mean, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straight up honest with you. I've never seen the Mighty Ducks, but I just thought it was a documentary. So, so you thought there's a real team out there called the Mighty Ducks? Absolutely. I mean, I don't watch any sports, but I definitely thought that was a thing. Okay, okay, but you seem very beat up about it, even though you haven't watched. It yeah, seemed to I feel like just people like really love there, it. It felt like there was a part of your soul that just like died and it like probably broke did up. but it, you've you've never seen oh no so louise I'm, I'm confused why is your tears rolling down your face if you never even seen the movie I, I just feel like you know people in my grades would talk about it and it was like a big part of their childhood so the fact that these suckers thought it was louise funny. you're wearing a mighty duck like movie Jersey right now. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was cool and I kept it all this time, but like, it doesn't mean like I like it. I, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, because I noticed that your ringtone is ducks, ducks, ducks. Wait, no, quack, quack, quack. quack, quack. <laughs> Do you have advice for Marissa Winkles from Head Smashed in a Buffalo Jump? Can you take it back? Like she let it slip. But maybe she didn't. Uh, Just yeah. kidding. Just psych. Uh, of course it's real. Just like the Easter Bunny. Tell him like 
hey, look, no, I you you were right. It was it was a documentary, and and show them other things, and just say like, yeah, but like like show Dawson's Creek, mm-hmm. and say, but Charlie moved to. Dawson's Creek is that the name of the town? I don't know. I've never watched it. Is it Changed his, his name. creek? Does he own a creek? Maybe he gave up hockey. He went to college. He used his hockey money to buy a creek because it takes a lot of moolah to buy a creek, as you all know. All yeah. right. So it sounds like we have some pretty good advice for Doug. If Doug believes in movies so much, you could probably get like a pen and put a flashlight on it and make him believe it's the thingy from Men in Black that erases your memory. Oh, nice. And pretend to erase his memory about the knowledge that Mighty Ducks is a real, is a movie, a fictional film not a documentary based on a real thing and then he'll believe it so much he'll actually remember, uh, remove that from his mind that's pretty good alright well today's theme is unchecked ambition which as what we is know this, what is this the airport <laughs> that was that was terrible alright so now it's time for it's time for a sketch it's time for a sketch Oh, yeah. Uh, this sketch is called One Linear. Wait, that's not what it's called. <laughs> it's called One It's called One Liner 2, One Liner. Okay, it's called One Liner 2, One Liner. I can't see. We're inside in a house at night. A former Marine, Chet Bronco, preps for his mission. He loads up his guns, he straps on his knives, he camouflages his face and straps on his headband. This is intercut with exterior forest night. Chet creeps through the woods, he hops a fence, the army crawls along the ground, he crosses a river, he sneaks up on guard one and wraps his arm around the guard's neck in a sleeper hold. In second, the guard is unconscious. Sleep tight. Interior house night. The last thing Chet grabs is a small notepad labeled one-liners. Exterior forest night. Chet tosses a stone. Sound distracts guard two. Chet is suddenly behind the guard and quickly breaks the guard's neck. Sounds like you could use a break. Cut two. Chet stalks through the woods. Guard three spots him and raises their gun. Before he can fire off a shot, Chet spins and throws his knife. The guard is hit. He slowly turns, revealing the knife is embedded in his chest. He falls to the ground. Chet retrieves the knife. Knife try. Cut two. Chet sneaks up on guard four. He reaches from the right side and taps the guard's left shoulder. Surprised, the guard looks left, then right. Chet's waiting and punches the guard's head off. Heads up. Cut two. Chet sneaks up on guard five. He jams his finger into the back of the guard's skull. The guard convulses and drops dead. Chet wipes the blood from his finger. You get the point. Cut two. Chet pushes guard six up against a tree and easily disarms him. He grabs the guard's head and begins squeezing. The guard's skull crunches as it is crushed. The guard goes limp. Chet releases the body. Heads up. Wait. Uh. Sounds like you. No. I already. Uh. Chet pulls out his notepad and begins flipping through. Let's see, head, head, hmm. Chet flips through the pages of his notepad. Nothing really seems to work. Ear, ear me out, 
Nah. Uh, oh. He stuffs the notepad back into his pocket and pulls out his phone. He dials a number. Cut to interior bedroom night. Corey lays in his bed trying to sleep. His phone begins to vibrate. He sits up and answers the call. Chat? Corey, hey. I thought you were on a mission in Bosnia right now. I am. I got a problem. Did you get captured? Are you hurt? You should check in with HQ if that's... Oh, no. I'm fine. Uh, I just... I've been killing a few guys, and I just took one out, but... I don't know what to say. Oh, uh... I mean, I'm sure taking life isn't the easiest thing. Oh, uh, no. That doesn't bother me. I mean, I don't have, like, a witty line to say after this last guy I just killed. Oh, your little jokey quips. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I just crushed a guy's head between my hands. I got nothing. You and me, we always bounce ideas off each other, so I thought maybe... Okay, yeah, um... Did you say heads up? Yeah, yeah, used that one already. Can't you just use it again? I don't like to repeat any. But they're already dead. It's not like they're even hearing these. I just gotta do things how I do things, okay? Is this really the best use of your time? It's an important part of the job. Corin checks the time. Aren't they threatening to start killing hostages soon? It, it's fine. We got time. Uh, okay. Um, what about take a break? Already used it. Uh, let's split. Uh, that's... Well, it's more of a crush. Like, if I, if I split a guy open, yeah, that's great. It just sort of feels like the opposite. Hmm. Could you, like, redo it? Like, kill him again, but differently? Uh... Chet looks down doubtfully at the corpse. No, it's too late. I'd feel kind of bad killing him twice, you know? Yeah, I get that. Uh, what about, uh, who's thirsty for? Orange Crush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving here. Time for turkey and squash. It's interesting. It's seasonal. Uh, looks like I need a new squash partner. There's many definitions of squash, huh? Uh, yeah. Um, I've been practicing my crunches. Like a workout thing? Yeah, like like you crunched his skull. Ah, it's a stretch. Uh, what about, can I squeeze in? Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. No, you don't like the sound of it. No, no, I like it. I just I just think it would maybe work better if I, like, crushed two guys' heads together. Yeah. No, I hear you. Like, I do like it. I, really, I do. No, yeah, I, I believe you. Like, I'm, I'm gonna write it down. Yeah, yeah. Um... Is everything all right? Uh-huh. Look, I'm sorry if I woke you up. Oh, you didn't. I was already up. Okay. You sure you're okay, bud? I don't know. I sort of had a tough night. Well, what happened, big guy? Well, I was supposed to meet up. Are you sure you have time for this? Oh, absolutely. Faint gunshots are heard. Chet grimaces. Whoopsie. So, I was supposed to meet up with Tiffany for a drink, right? Things have been going great, but then she canceled on me. Pretty last minute, too. Uh, I'm sorry, man. Which one's Tiffany again? She's a girl I have a crush on. She works in accounting. Wait, what did you just say? She works in accounting. No, before that. She's the girl I have a crush on. I, I have, have a, a crush, crush on, on you. you. Oh. oh my god, it was right there. Uh, so simple. Uh, thanks, buddy. Hey, I'll grab a drink with you when I get back. Sounds good. And hey, 
Go kick some ass. Chet nods and hangs up. He looks down at the dead body of guard six. I've got a crush on you. <laughs> there he is, yelling at Serge's corpse. Huh? Oh, shit. Gunfire rings out. Chet is riddled with bullets. And scene. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds like a rousing endorsement. <laughs> I just, there's, there's a lot of violence. It was violent. It's violent. It's a commentary on society. Don't you get it? Society's violent. It's just a reflection. We're holding a mirror up. Yeah. 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 And we don't care enough about our friends. Yeah, he's not a very good friend. No, no. I thought he was a good friend. No, this other guy was talking about, like, oh, he's, like, you know, girl problems. And uh, he, he had to, like, go back to his work. You don't think men have license to talk about their girl problems? No, I'm saying like he didn't listen. He didn't listen to his girl problems. <laughs> I'm constantly like Matt's always venting to me about his girl problems. Oi, me too. Oi. Okay. It's me, Queen Victoria, and now it's Vicky's Pickies, because that's how Vicky do. Oh, yes. Uh, today we have a segment, uh, Vicky's Pickies, and we'll be interviewing our good friend, Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria, welcome to the studio. Oh, hello. It's so nice to be back in the studio. Cool. And uh, we, we always love having you here, Vicky. You always bring us your, your hot trends, yes. your, hot, your hot picks, I guess is the name of the, the segment. Yes, Vicky's Piggies. I named it all. <laughs> all right. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's so what, the end of August. School's almost back. So you, you, you brought us your list of back to school trends. Absolutely. Let's kick it, as they say. That's one trend you can start. Start saying, kick it. You'll be the coolest kid in school. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I see uh, number one here. Uh, you suggested a, a cool back-to-school item is a silver and pearl inlay snuff box. Yes, yes. Now, when you're snuffing, you don't want to get caught with a, uh, you know, plain Jane snuff box. What do you think? If you have a paper snuff box... A wooden stuff box? The boys will like you? <laughs> think again. How do you think Queen Vicky became Queen Vicky? Birthright? <laughs> well, yes, but certainly not with a plain Jane snuff box. That's for damn sure. That's, that's a good point. I've never, I mean, there was one girl that I remember going to school with. Yes, do tell. And she had like, it wasn't a snuff box, but it was a paper pencil case and social suicide. Social suicide, well said. All right, well, you have another trend in here. Um, a jewel-encrusted pocket watch. Is that, uh, that's, that's cool now? Well, yes, you're going to have to get to class on time. Being punctual is very cool. Everybody knows that the coolest kids arrive a few minutes early to every class. They're always in the front row. Those are the cool ones. Yes, and to do that, you should want to be there with a timepiece that says, ooh, I care about time. I love time. 
Have you seen England, either of you? Seen it? I've seen pictures of it. Yes, yes. We have a large clock. Oh, it's called what? Big Benjamin. Oh. That's why people think London is so cool. They say, ooh, they care so much about time. They have a big clock. I yeah. It. I mean, can can this timepiece, this pocket watch, like, can I put some steps on it? Like, will it be able to count my steps? You want to step on your watch? Yeah, you know what? Just forget it. We'll go to the like, next one. I do some kinky shit with my timepieces, but stepping on them, that just sounds like you'll damage it. Well, uh, yeah, it's its a new its a, it's a new, thing. new thing. Yeah. Well, um, I'm up with the you, new. <laughs> I can tell with uh, your next item on your list, a freshly groomed velvet-clad ferret. Ah, yes, 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 the ferret. The ferret, of course, is the noblest of all the pets. Can you rank them? Oh, of course. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, ferrets. <clears throat> Number two, large rats. <laughs> that, that's, where, that's the two? Yes. Okay. You seem skeptical, young master. What do you... Do you not keep a large amount of rats in your hovel? I try, I try not to. <laughs> well, you should come to Buckingham. We have so many rats. I will. <laughs> I have to. I'll have to visit. You're... Sometimes I like to chase them through the halls. It's quite fun. <laughs> All right, well... People say it's unsanitary, but that's how Vicky do. <laughs> you seem super into pets, so yes. your next one kind of makes sense then. An ostrich head fascinator. <coughs> you okay? <laughs> you oh, okay, yes, Vicky? yes. Yes, thank you for asking. Oh, yes. So when I was a young lass, which was about to... Oh, 300 years ago. You see, I live very long because I take care of my body. I right. take care of my soul. I take care of my fashion. And if you want to take care of your fashion, you need an ostrich head. What do you call it? Fascinator. Fascinator. That's what I called it. I sent you this list, <laughs> not the other way around. <laughs> oh, Vicky. Hey, what are those popular places you wear a fascinator to? Yes, yes, a fascinator. I, I know what this is. <laughs> You seem skeptical that I don't, but you... No, uh, I'm just wondering, you know, the the cool places, like, the best times to wear a fascinator. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, if you're ever going to court, you know... Right. You, go, you must take it. Um, if you're ever going to the Thames, if you want a nice ride on the Thames, um, London Bridge, yes, that's a place in London, and that's a very good place to wear a fascinator. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um... Well, here's a great item for back to school, y'all. You need supplies. So, of course, oh, yes. uh, a fountain pen fashioned from a bone from one of the stable boys you hunted for sport. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> as you can imagine, I have many of those. <laughs> a lot of wonderful hunts. A lot of wonderful writing instruments. Yes, I'd recommend you have more than one, actually. One is good. Two is better. A whole pencil case. Full of bones of children that you've hunted for sport. Yes. That's how Vicky do? That is how Vicky do. Alright. Uh, it says here, also, get yourself a Pretty Little Liars Trapper Keeper. Yes, <laughs> it's my favorite. Um, you need to trap and to keep, and hence Trapper Keeper. You put all of them in that little three-ringed binder. It's the hippest thing are you, around. Are you a big fan of Pretty Little Liars? Of course, it's my favorite television slash book show. Book. Which 
Which little liar do you think is the prettiest? Samantha. Hmm. Samantha's great. Followed up by. By, Polly. Yeah, those liars. <laughs> They're pretty. Um, it also says here that you chose um, a T-shirt that says "Surfs up with a surf." You know, like an old-timey farmer servant riding on a surfboard, size extra large. Yes, the extra large is useful if you want to cover up your knees on a drafty day in the palace. <laughs> and I mean, surfs up. That's just—it's kind of double entendre. Maybe a triple entendre. Depends how many definitions of surf you have. <laughs> what, we have what, is, what is your <laughs> definition <laughs> of surf? I know two. What, what's the third? <laughs> if you don't know, then, well, you should never ask. Oh, you just served. I just got served. <laughs> you just got served. <laughs> That's how Vicky do. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for it's always It's always great to see you, Vicky. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Lou from Lou's Lou. You need a toilet? I got one. Yeah, it's paper use, but you gotta go. You gotta go. So come on down, use my Lou. Nothing's better. The inside is a beautiful blue color. Maybe aquamarine. You've always wanted to shit in an aquamarine toilet, no? Of course you have. Come on down. Lou's Lou has won so many awards. You won a Tony. You wanna go to some fast food restaurant? Go in their toilet? It ain't one of Tony. What, no McDonald's toilet has one of Tony? Hey, it don't smell too bad. I changed that air freshener, you know the little one that's shaped like a tree? Yeah, like every three months. The place smells like pie, it's delicious. Yeah, it's like a camping, you're shitting in the woods. That's not a primo experience. Back to nature, back to the caveman times, when we were real men, when we were men, cavemen were cavemen, and we shit in the pines, and you pay by check. I take checks only, you gotta check. None of this card business. I don't do cash, it's grubby. I don't want no fees, I'm gonna pay no fees. Just give me the good stuff, give me the check, I'll take it to the bank right away. Bingo, bongo. Did you read that I put cameras in my toilets in the newspaper? Well, I don't anymore, okay? I've learned my ways were bad. I'm a new man. Yeah, sometimes I look in the people. Big whoop. Hey, I get my checks, you get to shit. It's a great deal. Lulu's the best paper you toilet in town. Come on down, it's by the drain tracks. By the drain tracks. Follow your nose, you'll find it. This is just a porta potty. Yeah, it's portable. All right, that was lose lose. Hey, I'm still here. What are you talking about? <laughs> you said you'd give me two minutes, two full minutes. I think you've gone over. I don't. <laughs> Jesus, who's keeping time here? I pay you guys for this. Yeah, it's a paid ad. Yeah, yeah you paid. You paid for two minutes. Hey, can I use your toilet? Do you have a check? Ah, you got me. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, man, you just shit on the floor. <laughs> hey, you guys, can I just, like, join your podcast? No. Yeah, this, sure. looks, this looks neat. 
Yeah. <laughs> Lou's Lou. Lou's Lou's here. Lou's. What's your last name, Lou? It's Lou. Okay. Yeah. It's so Lou's Lou's Lou's. Lou's Lou's Lou's. Okay, I got it. Triple L's. That's not bad. How much do you make uh, from the toilet service? Oh, I'm swimming it. Yeah. How much does it cost to to take a dump? That's a good twenty. Twenty dollars. Yeah. By check. Is that is that just like a flat fee? Flat fee. I don't I don't ask questions. You know what I mean? I don't ask questions. I don't need to, so I don't. So if you got a big one, small one, I don't care. Twenty dollars flat. Other places they'll charge you. If I'm in there for like forty five minutes. Hey, you, you do what you gotta do. We'll form a queue for you. Oh, oh, perfect. Yeah, I respect that. I'm a respectful guy. This is a premium service. You're not you're not paying for nothing here. You're getting the real deal. And how much is it for just a pee? That's like a good five. That's a okay. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. But what that's it, right. But Tony, or not Tony. What's your name? Lou. Lou. We've been over this. But is Lou, this how you it, treat guests on your podcast? I, I have a disease where I think everyone's name is Tony. God, you and Tony. Okay. I said we have one Tony's. This toilet has one Tony's. <laughs> That's where it came from. That's right. Lou. We're going for the what? EGOT. <laughs> How does a toilet win an EGOT? You tell How does me. a toilet win a Tony? I, yeah. Did you never see our musical on Broadway? <laughs> no, I assumed it was for your jingle. That was a great jingle. No, we had a whole Broadway show. Okay, but but Lou, what if I come up to you and I'm like, hey, I gotta I gotta take a I gotta take a wicked piss. Yeah, I say five dollars. And then I go in there and I say, okay, here's a check for five dollars. I go in there oh. and, and I take a wicked dump. Oh. Then I lock in until you give me another fifteen. Whoa. But what yeah. if I'm like what if I say no, that's I'm not taking a dump. It's just been a twenty minute pee job. Oh, I'll know. <laughs> I believe you. Oh, I'll know. Yeah. You don't try to play me like that. You don't try to play me like that. I will lock you in there, and you will die in a toilet. Is that how you want to go? It'll be on your epitaph. I'm... Think about that. I, Stephen I, Holmes died in a toilet. 1988 to 2021. <laughs> oh, no. In a toilet, this yeah. Year? Think about this that. Year? Yeah. I would not be surprised at all if I do die on a toilet. Don't play me, Steven. Gosh. Should we just should we make a movie about Lou's life? That's how we'll get the Oscar. That's we gotta get you okay, let's figure out how to get you a, a Grammy, uh-huh. an Oscar, and an Emmy. I got the Tony. Alright. So okay, well so you got a Tony for a musical. Yeah. It feels like a Grammy is right there. You just gotta put that out, right? Just gotta put it out. You heard my song before. Beautiful. Beautiful. You could probably also do like a spoken word album for when you're in the bathroom. I write a lot of poetry in there. Yeah? Can, yeah. Do, you have a, a, do you have a sample? Yeah. Blue walls. Aquamarine. Peace. It's like a haiku, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I, I know what a haiku is. <laughs> Can you, let's count out the syllables of that. I don't know what you're saying here. Can you just like just repeat uh, repeat your poem? Blue walls, aquamarine, <laughs> peace. <laughs> it's like how you feel. Blue in walls, my that's too. <laughs> so blue walls, aquamarine, <laughs> peace. Are you saying peace or piss? 
I mean, it's it's kind of part of the poem, right? It's how you ever want to interpret it. Wow. Yeah, it's a kind of a double meaning thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lou, okay. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you, too. You're in Matt's seat, too. You're nice. Okay, I'll get out, yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye, Lou. Thank- Great to have you. What a stellar guest. Hey, guys, yeah. what I miss? You guys look, like, kind of pissed off. What's going on? Normally, normally when we do ads, they don't show up to hand-deliver the ad as a, <laughs> as a cassette tape, and they also don't normally jump on mic. That was a... Uh, that was wild. different. Okay. Yeah, I was just gone for that bit. I... Where were you? In the bathroom. Makes sense. Yeah. He's going to charge you for that. Yeah. No, I, I paid in advance. Okay. By check. Yep. You carry checks. Oh, yeah. All right. Post dated? It's the most sophisticated way to pay. All right, friends. And that has been episode nine of the S&M experience with the episode... If you <laughs> sorry, I need to take that again. I had like, Jennifer. I mean, Louise. Stop, oh my god, this episode stop. has just been a mess. Oh my Let's god, let's just show our flaws. This is. You I know, gotta start again. No, 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 no. Not Let every me start again. Let me start again. Be a banger. Goes like this. Goes like this. Ahem. All right, everybody. That's been episode nine of the S and M experience with the S and M experience. You've joined myself, Louise Chonky Gravy, with uh, Stephen T. Minor. Oh, Miner again. Yeah. Uh-huh. And oh. Matthew Miner over here. That's me. That's you. Hello. And uh, this episode. And Lou. Lou's here. Hey, everybody. Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. Back. Lou, get out of here. You're not welcome here. Ow. And uh, in this episode, we had Vicky. She was great. Oh, look, it's Vicky. Oh, hello. I'm still here. I never leave. Oh, my goodness. Everybody just stuck around this That's episode. That's how Vicky do. Oh my goodness. All right, we're shutting it down. I hope you enjoyed this one. Check us out on all the channels. We're on YouTube. We're on Instagram. We're on, uh, oh, what else are we on? Twitter. What, YouTube? What did you say so far? YouTube. Instagram. Facebook. Facebook. We Twitters. got our own cryptocurrency. Also, right. if you're watching Corntown, keep watching Corntown. I think it's about halfway over now. All right. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Y'all. This has been an S&M Experience production. Special thanks to Lose Lose and Bang by Check. And hey, listen to Corntown on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or our YouTube channel. Corntown. It feels familiar. You've probably driven through it, or a town similar to it, on your way to a nicer town on the Great Lakes. Century-old brick buildings line the charming Main Street. Children sell cornade from shabby roadside stands. The mayor is a golden retriever named Patrick Stanley Troutsnout. His approval rating is through the woof. The people are friendly. They make you feel welcome, like you've lived here your whole life. But a dark cloud would soon sweep over the simple, bucolic town and its convivial residence. A cloud called murder. I'm Stephen Holmes. And I'm Matthew Miner. And this is Corn Town, an investigative journalism podcast brought to you 
by the SM experience. <laughs> <laughs>